Hi, and welcome to the Gene Space, where I talk about creativity, writing, music, life in an autistic household, and various other things that catch my attention. Enjoy the show! On my walk this morning, I came upon a woman watering 10 plastic geese. The geese lined her front walk in two columns of five, and each was filled with flowers the color of a sunset, orange and gold, pink and purple. I walked up the hill to the end of Adelaide Street, the long streets in this part of town having names reminiscent of Silent Hill film heroines, Adelaide, Harriet, Lillian and passed the same house on my way back. The woman was still at work with the hose. The geese and the walk glistened in the morning sun, shiny in a way that living geese aren't. It just so happened that I'd seen some geese the day before, coming unexpectedly on a backyard filled with live chickens, turkeys, and geese, so the comparison was fresh in my mind. There's something matte about real goose feathers. It was a nice surprise. I longed to find surprises in other towns, though. I wanted a road trip. The desire's been building all week, spurred by an article I read that listed the best road trips in every state, and also by spring, which unsettles everything. The prologue to Chaucer's Canterbury Tales sets up its frame by noting that with warmer weather, people want to get out of the house and go somewhere. Excuse my Middle English. Then, in April, longen folk to gone on pilgrimages, and palmers for to saken strange strands, to fernahaves, coth in sundry lands. Or, in modern English, then people long to go on pilgrimages, and palmers, that means pilgrims, go seeking out strange strands to distant shrines known in sundry lands. Road trips don't always involve the spiritual aspects of a pilgrimage, although many of the characters in the Canterbury Tales act as though they're on a road trip rather than a sacred procession. But they do have in common that the journey is at least as important as the destination. The earliest road trips as we think of them today, that is, long journeys in cars, started in the 1900s, the first documented transcontinental crossing of the United States by automobile was in 1903. It necessitated lots of preparation and time and went through many wild places. By this era, much of the fabulous early American wilderness had vanished. If you're ever at the MFA in Boston, check out the Hudson River School paintings by artists such as Thomas Cole and Albert Bierstadt, landscapes of mists, mountains, old forest, and bridgeless rivers to get an idea of what this continent once looked like. Early road trippers had plenty of challenges. They stuffed their vehicles with camping gear, food, and supplies that would get them out of a jam, be it a flat tire, being stuck in a muddy ditch, or an encounter with an angry bear or maybe moonshiner. Our road trip supplies can rest comfortably in a tote bag with room to spare. A book, a wallet, a phone with a playlist for when there's nothing good on the radio, a water bottle, sunglasses, sunscreen. No need anymore even for folding maps or an atlas. 
Essential elements also include curiosity and time. When we see a restaurant shaped like a giant milk bottle, or a Scandinavian gift shop, or a sidewalk sale, or a little park with an old mill that's the perfect place for a picnic, we can stop for as long as we like. The article on state road trips said the best trip in Massachusetts was the Essex Coastal Scenic Byway, which runs up the northern coast from Lynn through Salisbury, with Cape Ann in the middle. This would be a fine journey, packed with beaches, history, scenery, shopping, and seafood and ice cream shacks. Lots to see and do, although already well explored by my family. Dave grew up in that area. It would be a sort of time travel to our earliest years together. If we were go to go up to the Essex Byway, I'd probably bring along my favorite book about road trips, which is John Steinbeck's Travels with Charlie. Steinbeck details an epic 10,000-mile trip around the continental U.S. that he took during 1960. He traveled in a camper with the dog Charlie, a poodle, with the stated aim of getting to know the country he spent so much time writing about. He felt he'd lost touch after years in New York City and Europe. A pilgrimage of sorts, and the writing is terrific, funny, sad, thrilling, fascinating. The road trip of our family dreams, one we've talked about for years, is daunting even though it's less than a quarter of Steinbeck's mileage. We want to drive the length of Route 1, 2,369 miles, from Fort Kent, Maine, to Key West, Florida. To do the whole thing in one go, allowing for whims and exploration, would take a month or more, which at the moment is impossible. We have jobs, and Capone the cat lacks Charlie's willingness to travel. He would yowl piteously the whole time. At present, our road trips are limited to a day or two, or more often, a half day. You can scratch the itch pretty well in half a day, though. When we first moved south of Boston, we spent a lot of weekends following a major road, often one of the hundreds of numbered routes in our state. Sunny found the car rides soothing, and staying on the route was a fun challenge, especially before we had GPS in the car. Massachusetts routes dodge and zigzag. There are still plenty of routes that we haven't driven. We live just two blocks away from Route 28, which is the longest route in the state at 151.93 miles. I've been down big chunks of it, but not the whole thing. Maybe this summer we'll finally make it to its northern terminus. Road trips have always felt like a worthwhile use of time. Even if we came home with a weird set of Norwegian napkins that sat unused in a kitchen cabinet for years or got heartburn from the epically burnt coffee at the milk bottle restaurant. Even if road work or errant geese slowed us down. Even if we got off track and had to search the atlas for a way home. Thanks so much for listening. You can read this podcast as a blog on my WordPress page. There's a link in the description box. If you'd like to support this show, that would be awesome too. Until next time, be well.